Welcome to the Madeira Tribune podcast sponsored by Pacific Metal Fab. I'm your host, Nugase Gabrendrius, with my co-host, Tyler Takeda. And today we have a special guest. We have Councilwoman, Councilwoman I should say, Anita Evans from District 4 joining us today. So uh, we have a lot of things going on in terms of community news and, of course, events going on. But Tyler, uh, did you want to bring in Councilwoman Anita Evans to start? Yes, I'm very happy to bring Councilwoman Evans in. She is the first non-Madera Tribune guest that we've ever had on our podcast. We're really excited and really happy to have her join us today. Um, we're hoping to get this thing going and going big and going bigger. So having somebody like her to come on our podcast is really, really encouraging for us. And we're proud. We're happy to have her. She's new to the city council. Um, not really new to Madera. She's been here for about eight years. So... Anita, um, thank you for coming and, and joining us today. You're very welcome. Thank you very much for having me here. Now, you've been in Madera for eight years, and you just recently ran for city council and won in District 4. How, how does that feel to be called city councilwoman? It's really quite odd for me. I'm getting used to it right now. I'm so used to just being Anita, and I'm also Brandy, you know, so I'm used to those two. So now to be called city councilwoman, it's it's really nice. I, I, I'm I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Yes. We were talking earlier about how how you became how you thought you wanted to become a city councilman, and it all stems from potholes. Potholes yes. in the ground. Yes, very much so. Very much. I was leaving home one day, and I was coming out the back gate, and on Lincoln Street there were a number of potholes, and I. Um, was very angry. My car was messing up. I ended up having to buy new tires, but I contacted the city and they said that I was to contact the city council. And at that point in time, I did not think anything of running for an office, but the fact that I needed to call the city council and we didn't know we had one. So where I live, I contacted individuals in my development and spoke to them and ask them about the city council individual, and they know nothing of our city council as well. So that's how things got started. It was really funny too, is I was talking to the mayor a couple of days after I talked to you earlier, and he said basically the same thing. He decided to run for city council when he hit a pothole. <laughs> <laughs> the potholes, I tell you, they're a lot. Yes. So you've been in office since about November, and you kind of hit the ground running. Yes, yes, I have. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, right now we have some things going, but prior to that, I contacted the mayor, and I contacted the um, city manager, and we're now working in conjunction with trying to get some things going as far as the potholes. <laughs> so that's that's a plus for us. And I've noticed that in the area, they are working on the streets. Cleveland, I saw the city workers out there and they're working now, cleaning it up. Even in my development, they're paving the entrance, going into the development. So I don't know so much if if my voice is that powerful, but I'm really trying to work it. <laughs> but it is kind of cool to see your voice make things happen like that. Yes, yes, it is. yes, it is. Even with the homeless, we're working on that as well. Yes. Now the reason, main reason why, well, that wasn't 
just the main re reason why we brought you in, but another reason why we brought you in is you made a proclamation at the city council meeting um, early that yeah. somebody's supposed to write a story on. I won't mention any names, <laughs> but proclaiming this month is Black History Month in Madeira. Just tell me about your proclamation and how, how that was received and, and everything like that. Okay, I had spoken with the mayor and um, it started out very small, but it has now grown into a citywide event. But I spoke to the mayor and we spoke of having the Black History Month celebration and the fact that Madeira had not been named as uh, the month of February for Black History Month. So I spoke with him, he got with the city clerk and she created the proclamation. And so on February the 3rd, Madeira, the month of February was named Black History Month in the, for Madeira. So we are now official. Yes. <laughs> Pretty cool to have that come from yes, your desk. Yes, that's an accomplishment. Yes, and I'm very proud of that. Yes. And then tell me about the event that you're having next Sunday at McNally Park, the uh, Black History Month celebration. Celebration. It, yes. it, it seems like it's going to be a fun event. Tell me about some of the things that you have planned. Well, it started out, as I said, it started out quite small. And basically, just I wanted to try to get the African American community together. Even though, okay, when you run as a city council, you run for a district, but you're not only for that district, you're for the entire city mm -hmm. of Madeira. So um, the McNally Park is located in District 6, with it, which is um, Artemio Villegas' district, but that's where the majority of Af African American community lives and the churches that are there. So I had met with um, Pastor Neely, which was one who endorsed me at the very, very <laughs> early of my um, candidacy. Mm -hmm. And he in turn introduced me to his wife and she and I started talking and I had gone to the, um, my partner and I, we had gone to the um, Martin Luther King celebration. Mm -hmm. And there I met another young lady by the name of Katrina Parker. So not only is it myself, but it's um, Yvonne Neely, Sister Yvonne Neely, and also Sister Katrina Parker and Brother Stanley Mackey. We are all now called the Black Saints United. <laughs> so we've all come into conjunction and um, I emailed out to all the different churches and to the pastors and to the different community leaders within Madeira yeah. and asked for support for them to come out so now it started out as i said very small but now we have the madeira police department which is going to be there and they're bringing um the little badges for the young people to be handed out now you must remember we have social distancing yeah everything is social distancing but we have a full program that will be transpiring um and that's chief lawson is going to be doing that I've also spoken with um, Chief Watson from the Madeira Fire Department, mm -hmm. and he's going to be bringing out the big fire truck for the children <laughs> and some of the um, activities that they have to be able to hand out for the fire department. I've also so spoken with um, Ryan with the food bank uh -huh. that is going to be bringing out water and different handouts, food articles um, for them. But 
you have a magnificent program and we will be honoring Sister Lucille Murphy. And she is 101 years old. Her birthday is December the 27th. Get this, 1919. <laughs> Can you believe that? All of us together, you know, kind of put us together. I don't even know if we'll tally up. But anyway, um, we're going to be honoring her. And one of the blessed things is um, Senator Anna Cabral. Um, her office reached out to me. And um, she's going to be sending a representative out. And they're going to be doing, not only, not only do we have a proclamation from the city of Madeira, but she has coming from Senator Anna Cabrera, as well as, well as Congressman Cox, yes. and um, another assemblyman, and his name slips my mind right now. But they also will be bringing uh, certificates out. Nice. So she will be here on the 21st as well to represent the state of California. Yeah. How many uh, churches do you know have confirmed that are coming? Right now, I have a confirmation of five. Mm -hmm. So I'm very proud for that as well. And then you also told me that uh, everybody's going to bring their singing voice. We mm -hmm. have you have to bring your singing voices. We're going, as I said, we're going to be um, sectioned off, and each church will have their specific areas. But um, we will be opening up. We have, bless it, a praise dance group from Mount Zion that's going to do our, our opening act. Mm -hmm. And then we have um, different activities going on. And we will also be having Brother Mackey here, which will be um, offering a prayer as well as offering a song. Mm -hmm. Beautiful voice. I must give a plug for Brother Mackey right here. <laughs> but, um, we have one of my favorite is Every Praise by Hezekiah Walker. And also the praise dancers are going to do a dance to that song. And everyone will have to chime in for that one. <laughs> everyone will have to chime in for Amazing Grace. Brother Matthew's leading that one, leading that one. And then um, Holly Thomas will be leading out on Lift Every Voice and Sing. So come out and bring your, your lunches. Bring your tables, bring your chairs, and just have a day of activity and just praise and worship and all praises to God. And this is starting at about with two o'clock. Two o'clock at Manali Park. On Sunday. On Sunday. So no one has an excuse to say, oh, well, I can't come because I have church. A lot of the churches are still not open, but because this is outside, you're praising God. He's going to shine down on us. And the weather that day is going to be about 64 degrees. And then also, too, you, you said you've invited a lot of other churches around the area. So you never know how many of the other churches might be coming. They just haven't said anything yet. But you want them to come in and join in the celebration. Yes. Matter of fact, I spoke to um, a former councilman today, um, Donald Holly. Uh -huh. And that was his district, the 6th District. Yeah. And he told me that he's coming out. And I mean, it's to the point where we want everyone to come out. I've sent invitations to, to the former incumbent from me, District 4, Derek Robinson. So I'm reaching out for the Mackey, Sister Neely, Sister Parker. We've all reached out. 
um, Pastor Anderson, which is also the pastor of Lucille Murphy. Mm -hmm. He's reached out and also we're going to, shh, don't tell anybody this, I mean, this is a secret. Um, the pastor from Galilee, Pastor Walker, has been there for 40 years at Galilee and Fairmead. Oh, and nice. we're going to do just a little special something for him as well. But don't tell anybody I said that. Even <laughs> though <laughs> you're on a podcast, you may not even know what a podcast is. He probably doesn't even know what a podcast is. Right, yeah, that's just that's just a little plug right there. Well, I thank you for coming and, and telling us all about this. It sounds like it's a fun event. I'm probably going to come up from where I live on my day off to come and watch this and yeah, celebrate yeah. with you. It seems like a fun event. So yeah. thank you very much for coming in and joining us today. Once again, this is Anita Evans, Councilwoman for Madera City, uh, District 4. Yes. And once again, thank you to Councilwoman Anita Evans for joining us this evening. Um, Councilwoman Evans is going to be you know, a bigger part within the community of Madeira as you know she gets more comfortable in her council um, council seat. But um, moving on to some of the news going on in Madeira, Tyler, I know um, you know you were speaking to me recently about um, a fundraiser that was going on for um, a Madeira community member that um, needs some assistance. Yeah, we were talking about this before. Uh, this little girl, Kylie Laplante, she's seven years old. And oh my gosh, listening to her mom tell me all the ailments of this little girl, nobody should have the ailments that she's going through in their lifetime. But she's only seven years old and she's got it. I mean, listening to the story made me cry and wish I could give her everything that I have to help them out. But they started to GoFundMe, and you can find that GoFundMe under GoFundMe under Kylie Wonder Woman Strong. And it's just a heartwarming story about this little girl fighting through all these ailments. She used to be a gymnast, so she would go to tech gymnastics and do her little gym things over there. Even when she was not feeling well, she, the owner of tech, Tammy Britton, would have her sit next to her during, during um, practices, and she would be the, quote, coach as she was sitting there during the practices. It's just an amazing story about this little girl fighting through so many ailments. So the GoFundMe is there. Um, since the story has run, in the next couple of days, we've raised about, they've raised an extra $1,200. So I'd like to see them get more there. Now the big thing is they have to go to Texas for treatment because basically all the pediatricians in California have said, we can't help you anymore. Um, your case is too much for us, or we just don't know what's, how to help you and make you feel better. So now they have to go to Texas maybe for two to six weeks just to pay the hotel room, the travel, the food, and everything like that. It's really tough on this family. So um, the GoFundMe is Kylie Wonder Woman Strong. Check that out. And, uh, you know, I agree with Tyler, you know, wholeheartedly. Um, you know, I read the story myself and, you know, to see, you know, a young child, you know, going through all those trials and things like that, it's um, definitely hard to, to read and, it definitely makes you want to to do anything you can to help. So, you know, like Tyler mentioned, you know, there's a GoFundMe page there. And of course, your thoughts and prayers, you know, I'm sure would go a long way as well. So um, I think that's just as important. Yeah. It, 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 you know, talking to this, uh, the mother, Brittany, I was in tears for most of the interview. She couldn't see me on the other end. We were doing it over the phone. 
But I eventually had to end the phone call or end the interview because I was openly sobbing at the end of it. So it's really tough to hear. Mm -hmm. Now, of course, um, you know, we are going to, um, you know, stay updated on her story, um, you know, how she's doing and things like that. So we'll definitely update the community as much as we know. Now, um, you know, to move over to some lighter news, um, you know, I was thinking about making a trip down to you know, the Bay Area for various things. But I know Tyler, you know, he's a, a fan of the Bay Area himself, um, including um, the clam chowder down there. And I'm sure Tyler, he'll, he can he can explain more in depth. But from what I've heard, he's tried pretty much every um, bowl of clam chowder you can find in that area. Not every, but I did Pier 39 one time, and I went to every restaurant there that was serving clam chowder and got a bowl. Um, I've done that uh, in downtown Morro Bay. I've done that in downtown Pismo Beach. I come back with, what, seven, six, seven bowls of clam chowder and do a taste test on each one to see how it is. But you know what? You can say Madeira's doing the same thing. We're going to have a clam chowder cook-off on, uh, on February 27th. We have the Waffle Spot, Factory Barn Grill, Simply Scrunches out of the Ranchos, Mojo's Catering Service, and the Waffle Spot are doing a clam chowder contest in Madeira. It's going to be held at the Waffle Spot from 3 to 5 p.m. on, on February 27th. Tickets are $10. With the $10 ticket, you get a four-ounce cup from each of the five restaurants. That means 20 ounces of clam chowder. They'll also be selling clam chowder, too. And then we're going to have a coupon in the Madeira Tribune in Saturday and next Wednesday's paper while tickets last uh, for $2 off. So be, be on the lookout for that. Um, it's going to be a great event. I'm hoping the community comes out. Hope everybody practices the social distancing and all that kind of good stuff because we want to try and have events like this in the future. I don't know. The next event they want to have is Chili Verde. How, what's your take on Chili Verde? You know, I'd probably be more inclined to participate in that one instead of this uh, clam chowder one. However, um, you know, I still want to, you know, end up going to see it. I mean, like you said, $10 gets you, you know, 20 ounces of clam chowder. I mean, that's incredible. So, you know, maybe I'll stop by, you know, grab my ticket, you know, try some out. But um, I am excited to see, you know, what other competitions and events they have planned. So definitely keep a lookout for um, those coming up. Kim Prater, the owner of a Waffle Spot, told me that each of the each of the contestants, so each of the five restaurants, they have to make sixteen gallons of clam chowder if all five hundred tickets that they printed are sold. Can you imagine sixteen gallons of clam chowder? No, I I imagine a giant bathtub full of clam chowder when I think of that. So that's quite a bit, but you know, it's a, for a good cause, you know, I'm sure it's fundraising, helping local businesses and things like that. So I think it's definitely good if you're just trying to help out in the community. And of course, if you're a clam chowder enthusiast like yourself, I'm sure you're excited for it. A couple more things about that. Number one is that they haven't figured out who they're going to be donating to. They want to donate to charities and to families in need and to things like that. So they're still on the lookout for that. But here's the best you can say, guess who's coming on the show next week? I don't know who. Kim Prater, the owner of Wall Supply, and they're going to be talking about the Clam Chowder Fest. On top of that, we're going to try to get the other four contestants, the other four restaurants that are participating in this contest on a Zoom call or on the speaker so we can have them all talk about how their Clam Chowder is the best. 
So you know what? They're going to be campaigning to why their clam chowder is the best. And you never know. There might be sparks flying next week when we have this uh, podcast. You know, you know, like you said, sparks flying. I imagine there's going to be a, some competition um, brewing. So, um, you know, I'm excited. You know, Tyler's excited. And I'm sure the community of Madeira is excited as well. So He says I'm excited, but since this is a um, no video type of podcast, you can't see the big old smile on my face from talking about the clam chowder. Um, basically, it all started from people posting on, on this Madeira to go pay Facebook page, which, by the way, after we ran the story last week, has gained 300 members. They're not 3,400 people. Um, so they've been boasting on that their clam chowder was the best. So they, so Kim Prater at Waffle Spot said, all right, put your money where your mouth is. Let's, let's do this. So that's how this whole contest started to get together. And you never know, it can come on to bigger and better things. They're talking about chili verde. They're talking about macaroni and cheese. They're even talking about tri-tip and tri-tip sandwiches. So they want to do something like this every couple of months. So that way we get help out these restaurants. And, you know, like you said, helping out the restaurants, um, you know, things are opening up now. And, um, you know, businesses are trying to get back on their feet. So this is a good opportunity to showcase, of course, clam chowder, but also, um, you know, just, you know, the community businesses that are around this area. So I think it's going to be a good time. And if you may have noticed a little, little uh, upbeat in my speaking this week, it's, I'm, I'm excited. Can you guess what I'm excited for? I'd probably say the clam chowder. <laughs> Even better than that. Friday, this coming Friday, will be the first sports competition in 11 months. That's crazy. Madeira South will host a cross-country dual meet with them in Madeira, with uh, Matilda Torres also being there at 3 o'clock at Madeira South. I'm excited for it. I know you'll get excited for it since I'm telling you this for the first time. <laughs> You're hearing this. So it, 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 it's good. We're getting there. Mm-hmm. Two things. You know, like Tyler said, of course, the first sporting event in almost a year. But, you know, I'm excited to see Matilda Torres out there. You know, it's the first time that they've been able to kind of showcase their colors, their athletes and things like that. So, um, you know, I'm hoping for, you know, a fun day uh, for both the students and the parents and, of course, the coaches. So um, expect uh, myself to be there. And it iterated to me from the athletic director of Madersa that – Spectators are to be parents only. So unfortunately, if you're just a fan, you can't watch it. So maybe they might stream it somehow or whatever. But only parents are allowed to be there. But they want to make sure everybody is social distanced, wearing a mask, all that stuff. Because the more they do the preventative measures, the more they will be allowed to have more events like this in the future. So I can't wait. Friday is cross-country. And I know cross-country is not one of those excitable sports. But if you've ever been to the to any of the cross-country meets and seeing those seeing those runners exert everything they have to the finish line to beat whoever's in front of them, you know, that's just a testament of the will and fortitude that each of these runners have. I mean, I know I don't do this, but you can say, do you run just to run? I used to a couple times, but, you know, it's very hard to, you know, get up and have the, you know, the passion to run. So, um, I definitely have, you know, a lot of respect for them. I always have. And um, I think it's a good way to, you know, kick off the year, even though there's not very many, you know, months left in the year. But, you know, I mean, still, it should be exciting. I'm getting there. Um, so we got a lot of things going on. Uh, we'll be back next week with uh, Kim Prater and 
the rest of the Madeira clan chatter Kugal people. So I can't wait for that. That'll be pretty exciting as well. Yes. And, um, you know, like Tyler mentioned, we're going to have, you know, a lot of great um, guests coming the next podcast here coming up. And of course, you know, we'll have quite a bit of information in terms of the uh, cross country meet, um, you know, the black history month celebration. So um, we'll be back next week with a host of different topics. And of course, you know, like Tyler mentioned, um, there's going to be some competition on the next podcast. So make sure to tune in, but thank you again for, joining us on the Madeira Tribune podcast sponsored by Pacific Metal Fab. And we will be back with, um, you know, like we said, some more relevant and interesting topics for our community members.